right now. This this one's going to be a little bit of a bummer. Did you know that Connor McDavid has 60 points in 34 games for Edmonton? 21 goals, 39 assists, 60 points in 34 games. Did you know that the second leading scorer is Leon Dreisaitl, also on the Oilers? 50 points in 34 games. And did you know that you have to work your way down to scrolling down here on my laptop? 16th place to find a Penguins leading scorer, that of course being Sidney Crosby. I think we would all agree is having, you know, kind of an okay season. But okay season and superstars and teams built on superstars and the superstar mentality don't necessarily go hand in hand. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates. Penguins will play the Buffalo Sabres in back-to-back games beginning tomorrow night at PPG Paints Arena. That's an 8.08 p.m. face-off. The Penguins will be back on the ice practicing this afternoon in Cranberry after having yesterday off. It's one of those rare periods in this schedule that allows for a little bit of reflection. Mike Sullivan even brought this up himself after the overtime loss to the Devils on Sunday. He said, we have a, a nice day and a half here to kind of regroup a little bit. So I did some of that myself, and I tried to go – Big picture, like just stepping way back from where this team is right now because it's so easy in the course of a season to get caught up in this outcome, that outcome. Oh, they played really hard on Saturday in Newark and then maybe not as hard Sunday against the same team. It's usually better to think bigger. So I gave that a shot and... I did something that used to be a lot more fun than it is, and I opened up the NHL's scoring leaders list. There was a phenomenal period of time, over three decades, where the Penguins pretty much owned the Art Ross Trophy. Mario Lemieux, Yaramir Yager, Sid, Gino, all four of them have won it. And then other players would be right up there with them. You know, Ron Francis, Alexei Kovalev. And you just got so used to all that scoring being in-house that your entire roster, your entire philosophical approach was founded on that. Now... As McDavid, Dreisaitl, and the Oilers themselves prove year after year, that ain't enough. They usually don't make the playoffs, and when they do, they flame out. Why? Because they've done a terrible job of building from the back out. They just keep adding trinkets, and it doesn't work. But the stark realization that, look, this version of Sid, which is still really good, no complaints, isn't that version of Sid, and it isn't what we're seeing from McDavid. There are no more debates about who the best player in the National Hockey League is. 
that stuff was cute and cool for a while, uh, applicable for a while. There are no more debates. What McDavid is doing right now is stratospheric. And he's done it long enough and consistently enough to have earned more than the benefit of the doubt that this isn't some kind of outlier. This isn't a fluke. He's not on some hot streak. This is just who he is. He's he's just, he's a freak, man. I mean, watch him. It's one thing about having North Division hockey on every night on NHL Network. I see more Oilers now than I have in my life. And Flames and Canucks and everything else. The Penguins aren't that anymore. What are they? Don't know yet. I don't know that they know that yet. I don't know that they've accepted that. Here, here's, I, I got more numbers. I got more numbers. But first, I'm going to let you know that this segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by Fubo TV. If you have not cut your cable cord, I'm afraid I can't offer you anything more than what I'm about to in terms of advice. A, cut the cable cord. I mean, just do it. B, you get free DVR, free installation. There's no contracts. You can cancel this at any time. C, just for listening to this podcast, you get a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month if you visit FuboTV.com slash DK. I'm going to give you the web address one more time. Fubo, S. Ooh, try it again. Fubo, F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash D-K. You'll get 15% off the first month and the free trial. Oh, by the way, they also have AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh, which might have been one of your few reasons to hang on to cable. Here's the more numbers. Penguins average 3.03 goals per game, meaning what they score. This has nothing to do with power play, shorthanded, five-on-five, nothing. Just just flat-out goals. 3.03 goals per game. That is 13th in the National Hockey League. It's okay. It's not bad. It's not special. Does it define who they are? Nope. The Penguins allow 2.75 goals against per game. Now, again, this is not a goaltending figure. Or anything. This is just how many goals they give up. Counts empty netters and everything. Totally clean stat. 2.75 goals against per game. That is 20th in the NHL. Does that tell you who they are? Nope. Power play ranks 22nd. It's gotten better. It's at 18.9%, but it's 22nd best in the league. Does not define who they are. Penalty killing, 75.8%. 23rd in the league. You see where I'm heading with all this stuff? Here's a here's a nice one too. Shots. Right? I mean, if you have the puck, you're probably getting a lot of shots off. If you think of the 2016 and 2017 Penguins, especially the first of those, what were they doing? They were just ripping the puck from everywhere. Shot attempts galore. No one could contain them. They were just going to shoot, 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 shoot until they beat you. This group ranks 18th, averaging 29.6 shots per game. Against, they give up 29.8 shots per game. They rank 17th. 
There's nothing about this team that isn't just somewhere in the middle of the road. Not a single statistic. Not team, not individual even. And we were used to the individual thing. And as a result, the schemes, the strategies that have been applied, including by this head coach, have principally been aimed at that. Now you can say, well, look, the Penguins definitely are faster than they were last season. They are. But are they fast enough and or skilled enough to turn that into something? Meaning the puck possession, meaning the shots on goal, meaning the goals. My answer on that count is no. Do I still want to see Ron Hextall and Brian Burke support this team and bolster it? Yes, yes. Like I've said over the weekend, they've earned that. They've won a significant number of hockey games, including 8 of 12 against the teams, the two teams, Capitals and Islanders, that are over them in the standing. So I think that does matter. I think you do owe it to your team as a general manager to have their backs within reason. Don't trade draft picks. Don't trade whatever prospects you think you have. Don't do anything major. But go out and get a third-line center that doesn't cost much. Move one of your five left-handed defensemen. Go ahead and support them. But the reason that you don't go overboard isn't just because, well, it's not Jim Rutherford around here anymore, and it's not just because you want to build for the future. It's because this team tells you what it is through its rawest, simplest, coldest numbers on a regular basis. Yes, they've got all that moxie where they've had all these rallies and they've won in overtime and they've won in shootouts. And as I just mentioned, they've beaten the better teams that they face. All of that's impressive. But between the reality of what the age is of the Penguin superstars and the way darker reality of what their supporting cast is, especially the bottom six forwards, it would take an awful lot to turn this team into something where you'd go, wow, wow, that's 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 going to be a really big deal. How do you change that? How do you alter that? How, if you're Mike Sullivan and you're not prepared to make anything remotely resembling the concessions I've just made, how do you go about modifying that? To me, you just keep stressing defending. It's not exciting. It's not what comes naturally to most of these guys. But it's not like Sullivan would have to alter what it is that he does. He's always stressed defending first. He's done that with everyone on the roster. No exceptions. The message just has to kind of make it through. You know, at times this season, it has. In that six-game winning streak, it definitely did. See how they defend whatever's left of the Buffalo Sabres. When we come back, just one question.
Welcome back. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is always brought to you by the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. The good people there are committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need in western Pennsylvania. And part of their mission, as they've relayed to us, is to make sure that they're finding people, that they're seeking out people who are in need, who don't know where their next meal is coming from. They always want that to be part of their message. So if you happen to be one of those, if you don't know where your next meal is coming from, go to pittsburghfoodbank.org slash get help. I'm going to read that to you one more time. pittsburghfoodbank.org, spell all that out, slash get help. Today's Just One Question comes from Sisyphus who asks, I've often wondered why Sid is so rarely used on the PK, not just now as he's already getting so many minutes, but in normal times. Why not send him out for the last 30 seconds or so? I seem to remember Mario being used in a similar way. Eh, they used Mario that way early in his career and and in, in playoffs. But I wouldn't say that Mario was a staple uh, on the PK. Uh, obviously, he did spend time there judging by the five billion shorthanded goals that he put up. You're really on the mark to stress that Sid currently is on the ice just way too much. Uh, when his ice time is healthy, he's in the 18 to 19 minute range. And looking at these last five games over the past week, five games in seven days, I should add, uh, he logged 22, 24. 22, 21, and 21 minutes. Um, That is a lot of hockey. That is a lot of hockey for someone who plays it the way he does. So right now it would be a great idea. That said, uh, he's been out there. Um, He's not the first pairing, but he has been coming on late uh, the way you're looking for it. It's not a, a ton of time, but he's been out there. Uh, with Jake Gensel, they give the opponent a very different look and feel when they're on the rink. All of a sudden, you see the point men for the other team just back off the moment anything looks like it might go wrong in the offensive zone. And that can make a power play a lot less aggressive. I still just can't wrap my head around wanting to see him out there in a penalty kill system. This is going to be my answer to your question that isn't aggressive. And the Mike Vellucci PK system is kind of a tweener. Uh, Sometimes the Penguins will approach, usually when you have your back turned to the play. But most often they're just going to kind of fill uh, a vertical rectangle in the defensive zone. That sets up your forwards for shot blocking. And I'm not interested in Sid or Jake, and really, if we're going that far, Brian Rust from getting in the way of these shots. Uh, As long as your third and fourth line aren't scoring any goals, my philosophy for right now would be to let those guys be the ones who eat pucks. Uh, I don't want the few healthy star forwards that I have left killing. If they are killing... And again, Sid has been out there. I want them doing it a little bit differently. I don't want them 
lying down in front of shots. I don't want them lining up, even standing up in front of shots. I do want them uh, reaching. I do want them using their speed. I want them trying to press guys, maybe more than you would allow, let's say, uh, a Mark Jankowski or a Colton Sevier to press, where you just want those guys standing put, assuming you even want them in your lineup. Sid is is going to become, I've believed this for a long time, and eventually it's, it's going to be right. <laughs> Sid is going to become a penalty killer in this league on a fairly regular basis. We've seen that throughout NHL history uh, where great players, they kind of mature into it. They're, they're looking to use their elite skill level in another capacity. Now, I'll repeat, Mario's was in the reverse. Mario was doing that a, a lot more when he was younger. But if you look at, let's say, uh, you know, Steve Eiserman, Sergei Fedorov, Pavel Datsuk, I'm thinking these are all Red Wings, but just the first thing that pops to mind with these kinds of examples because we watched them age in Detroit. Uh, you'll see that they became more defensively conscious. They became more aware of all 200 feet of ice. Sid's been that way for a while, but they're still, I'm sorry, you know, right now I'm, I can't even, I can't even with, with, with everything that's going on and all the guys that are missing. Hey, if you want to talk about a way that the Penguins can definitely miss the playoffs, it's to, it's to lose Sid uh, as well. So maybe just uh, encase him in bubble wrap and let him sit on the bench while all of the pluggers do all that kind of work. It's a good question. It is. I'm definitely not dismissing it. I think it is going to apply more into the future. Thanks for that, and thanks to everybody for listening. We will do another daily shot of Penguins tomorrow in advance of the game again. building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.